Love is an inner experience. Love comes from within. Nobody can make you feel loved. So please stop imposing on your external environment how to create an experience of love for you from the outside when it is you that needs to learn to open up to the experience of the love that is there for you. If you want to feel loved, you need to start noticing all the ways in which you are loved. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. As you know, in February, in many countries around the world, including in the United States, people celebrate Valentine's Day. This celebration is an acknowledgement of love. While there are many stories about the history of this celebration, and while this celebration can be very commercial, I think it's necessary to have at least one day in the year where millions of people are saying I love you to their partners, spouses, and loved ones. And it's on or around Valentine's Day that perhaps of the global momentum of so many people expressing their love, that a lot of people get the courage to say I love you for the first time to someone they've been dating. Now, how do you say I love you? In this episode, I am going to talk about five different ways in which we communicate love. And to do this, I am going to refer to a book that many of my clients talk about. A book that has become very popular and has been on the top best-selling books for decades. A book that first came in 1992 with a very different subtitle. Can you guess what book that is? It is the best-selling book by Gary Chapman called The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. Dr. Chapman is Senior Associate Pastor at Calvary Baptist Church in North Carolina, wrote this book to help heteronormative marriages stay together. He's done marriage counseling and led marriage seminars all over the world. And it's important to know that his perspective comes from his Christian faith, his studies on anthropology, and his job as a pastor and marriage counselor. According to Dr. Chapman, we have a primary way in which we communicate love. He divides this primary way in five categories. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. To know what Dr. Chapman calls your love language, it's pretty simple. All you need to do is to know when you feel most loved. So let me ask you some questions. 
Do you feel most loved when others are giving you compliments, telling you that they love you, that they appreciate you, or explicitly saying things to you like, you're beautiful, you're so valuable, you mean the world to me? If your answer is yes, if you say, yes, that's me, then in this system, your love language is words of affirmation. Now, if you feel most loved when your partner is hanging out with you, doing something together with you, like learning a new skill or playing a game or working on a project like painting a room, gardening or volunteering, then Dr. Chapman would say that your love language is quality time. And maybe you do feel loved when others tell you positive things about you or when you spend time together, but you really feel most loved when you receive gifts. Yes, when out of the blue, someone you love buys you something wonderful, or when it's an important day and that special someone gives you flowers or a bottle of your favorite wine or the latest book by an author they know you love. And if this is when you feel most loved, then your love language would be receiving gifts. However, if all these things are sweet, but you feel most loved when others do you a favor, when they help you when you need support, when they take you to the doctor, when they've heard that you're nervous to go by yourself, or they fold your laundry in the way you like it, then your love language would be acts of service. And if all these ways of expressing love sounded okay to you, but you actually feel most loved when your partner holds your hand, when they put their arm around you, when they give you a kiss goodnight, or they brush their hand down your back or squeeze your shoulders when you are cooking dinner or watching a movie, then your love language would be physical touch. As you can see, it's not that hard to figure this out. It just takes a couple of minutes to know what Chapman calls your love language. And it also takes a very short time to know your partner's love language. According to Chapman, the easiest way to do this is to consider what it is that your partner complains about the most. Do they complain the most about how you don't frequently tell them how amazing, thoughtful, attractive, etc. they are? Then your partner's love language is words of affirmation. Does your partner express how dissatisfied they are that you don't spend enough time with them? Then their love language is quality time. Or does your partner often give you a hard time because they say that you don't give them enough presents or you don't give them gifts they really want or like? Well, then you know now that their love language is receiving gifts. And if you hear your partner often criticizing you for not offering to help them, or if they say that you should do more things for them because they already do so much for you, then in Chapman's system, your partner's love language is acts of service. Finally, if what your partner complains about the most is lack of affection and physical contact, then you know that their love language is physical touch. So very quickly, 
You just found out your love language and your partner's love language. Now, what can you do with this information? How could this be useful to you? As you may know, I have been coaching couples on their communication for years. So I'll share with you here what I share with them. You could use this idea of the five love languages to notice three important things when you want to have long-lasting intimate relationships. Number one, notice that you are actually loved by your partner. Number two, notice how your partner expresses their love for you. And number three, learn to value your partner's way of expressing their love for you. So during our communication coaching sessions, when couples tell me about their love language, I encourage them first to place their awareness on the ways that their partners shows them love. Remember, transformative communication starts within. After you do this, you can, and it would be lovely if you would, communicate it out loud to your partner. How would that sound? It would sound like this. First, you could say to yourself, wow, my partner made all my meals during this week that I was feeling sick. That is their way of loving me. Secondly, you can feel that love in every cell in your body. Thirdly, you can communicate that out loud to your partner. So you could say something like, wow, my love, you noticed how under the weather I was feeling and you made me meals during this whole week. That was such a loving thing to do for me. I feel your love. Thank you. If you use the love languages in this way, then you can definitely increase your awareness and experience of love in your intimate relationships. And this is how the subtitle of the Five Love Languages book can fulfill the promises of giving you a love that lasts. However, I have a word of caution here. And if I could, I would make up a sign in capital letters and neon colors. Because what I see is that most people, including the author of the five love languages himself, use the five love languages system to direct their awareness to what's lacking in the relationship, to blame the other person for not giving you the love in the way you want to, and to put pressure on your partner to use your love language as the way to feel being loved to use Chapman's own words to keep the love tank full. And if you use the five love languages system in this way, please know that you may be creating unnecessary disconnection and suffering for both, for yourself and your partner. I see this very frequently. In fact, it just happened a few months ago. I was working with a couple, one of them mentioned their love language, and they said something like, Alejandra, my partner knows that my love language is words of affirmation, and instead, he gives me expensive gifts. I don't need any of that, but I am starving for his acknowledgement of how much I do around the house, how kind I am with his family, and how great I am at my work. Ah. Oh. 
What my client said sums up how so many people use the book. That the only way of feeling loved is when you demand your partner to communicate in your love language or else you don't feel loved. And simultaneously to devalue the way that your partner does communicate love for you. Love is an inner experience. Love comes from within. Nobody can make you feel loved. So please stop imposing on your external environment how to create an experience of love for you from the outside when it is you that needs to learn to open up to the experience of the love that is there for you. If you want to feel loved, you need to start noticing all the ways in which you are loved. Because I can tell you that I've had so many sessions coaching clients with their communication in which one partner would say, I am giving him words of appreciation every day, or I'm spending every weekend with them just like they asked me to, and they still don't feel loved. And that is because no matter what others do, if you don't know how to let love in, it will be hard to feel loved. And so, constantly criticizing your partner for not speaking your love language is not going to create the love, the connection, or the intimacy that you are longing for. So if you are going to use Gary Chapman's system of the five love languages, use it to notice the love that is there. And that will give you more of what you want. For now, let me recap what you've learned. I talked about the best-selling book by Gary Chapman, the five love languages. I helped you find your love language and your partner's love language. I also shared with you how you can use this idea of the five love languages to increase the experience of love and to communicate with your partner in order to create long-lasting connection. Finally, I cautioned you not to use the ideas from the book in a way I see most people use it because doing so creates disconnection and unnecessary pain. So now I'd love to hear from you. Do you have questions, comments, objections to what you just heard? I'd love to hear them all. You can go to languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast question and you can ask me any questions, share comments or objections. Thank you so much for listening and a special thanks to my clients Wendy and Rick for learning to communicate their love out loud to each other after being married for 30 years. In next week's episode, I am going to teach you about how to communicate with someone with whom you would like to have greater intimacy. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao ciao! Original music by Gary LaPaul. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com. Mm-hmm.